You're about to listen to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Season 3, Episode 4. And today I have a very special guest. It's a good friend of mine. Um, I'm a New Yorker. My guest, Jean-Christophe Baudet, is a Parisian. We've become very good friends. And uh, Jean-Christophe takes some time today to discuss with me his company that he founded called iNoib. I, little I, N-O-I-B. We'll get to what that means in a minute. And um, we also talk about things that go well beyond his company and really focus on, on kind of life and experiences. So if you're really interested in hearing more, which I'm sure you are, let's get started. Host Mediocre Mitch, and welcome to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Season 3, Episode 4. That's 54 total Meet Mediocrity episodes, and we're still going. In fact, I haven't checked, but I think this could actually be the one-year anniversary episode. I'll have to check that. It might be next week. Anyway, 54 total episodes, and um, I couldn't ask for a more special guest. Um, Jean-Christophe Baudet is a person who is a friend, but actually he, he's really a member of the family, and it's really funny because um, Jean-Christophe uh, came over from France and went to um, college with my wife, Magnificent Meredith. And um, when I met Meredith some years after she was in college and some, some years after she and Jean-Christophe were good friends, Meredith said to me, look, I just want you to know um, I have a friend, Jean-Christophe, who is basically part of the family. So you're going to have to accept him and love him like a family member. And frankly, he has been that and more. Anyway, um, we talk about some interesting things today. Um, your first question is going to be Noib, I Noib. What is that? And um, you'll hear the conversation with Jean Christophe, but I want to tee it up because it's really very practical. You know, he tees it up as a business app, and it is a business app, but the principles behind the app apply to life. You know, Noib stands for understanding a business issue with the acronym N is need. What's the need in front of me? O is origin. What's the origin behind that need? Impact. What impact can I make to help solve or address the need? And benefits. What are the benefits that will result from my properly addressing the need. So that's the how that's the, what NOIB stands for, need, origin, impact, benefits, the I being like an iPhone or, you know, information. And 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 it is an app, the iNOIB app. But here's the thing. You know, we talk about it in a business context, but frankly, you know, this is true in so many aspects of our lives. If you take the time to understand 
what the person on the other side of the table or the other side of the room or whatever needs or the other side of a relationship or the other side of a Zoom call, if you understand what they need and you understand why they need it, then you can address their need and you can derive benefits. That's frankly, that's frankly good relationship management, whether it's business or otherwise. So Jean-Christophe talks about his business and how he founded it. We also talk about how he became a member of our family. And we also talk a little bit about Jean-Christophe's life in corporate. I was going to say corporate America, but I realized it wasn't corporate America. It was corporate Europe um, before founding his own company. So really interesting conversation, and um, I'm sure you'll like it too. So without further delay, here is my one-year anniversary or almost one-year anniversary episode with my good friend, Jean-Christophe Baudet. Jean-Christophe, thanks for being with me today. My pleasure, Mitch. <laughs> so people are already hearing, uh, you, you certainly don't sound like a Long Islander. You, ha- you, you don't have a Long Island accent. I don't have an Long Island accent, but I can switch to any accent if you want to. But <laughs> my accent, my more normal accent is something linked to where I'm born and raised, which is in France. I'm a Which French guy. France. I know you are. Um, and your company is iNoib, which yep. is which is um, perhaps the strangest sounding name I've ever come across. Um, <laughs> I just but I, I want to go into your background, uh, Jean-Christophe, but before we get into your background, like what is iNoib at a high level so people know, you know where you are today? Well, iNoib is a company I've created and developed in the past four years. Um, iNoib is an application available on the um, Apple Store and the Google Play now. Um, it's linked to two acronyms, NOIB and NOIBing. NOIB stands for Need, Origin, Impact, Benefit. And NOIBing linked to Need, Organize, Involve, and Benefits. Need, organize, involve the benefit. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the INOIB is the combination of the two. When you're facing a situation in your life, business, private, any situation, you always need to understand the origin and the impact of the situation in order to visualize the light. And then you have a very specific way to organize yourself and to involve also the other in order to manage it. That's what we call the management of situation as a whole, as an entire journey. Um, this is what I'm doing now for company. And this is also linked to all of the years I've spent in different company, what I've learned, what I've experienced, some of the frustration, positive frustration, negative frustration. I put everything together in an application, which is available now. So this anywhere, so this application, if to, to put it so to make sure I understand correctly, it sounds, you know, most, I, I work in a, a corporate job, a lot mm-hmm. of people do, and um, we're all um, basically receiving and reacting, receiving and reacting, receiving and reacting. So it sounds like what when you talked about the acronyms, what these acronyms are really um, reflecting is a little bit more thought and a little bit more, um, you know, kind of quick analysis, if you will. Mm-hmm. So you're reacting more thoughtfully and not just a knee-jerk reaction. Is that that a good summary? This is a perfect summary. And then the way we summarize that also is think to act. Think to act. That's a great headline. That's um, 
too many times we, um, <laughs> I, I often um, tell people who start answering questions before they even hear the question uh, fully, I say they, they ready, act, think. <laughs> and that's wrong. They need to think act. So that, that that's okay, good. So now I understand what iNoib is all about. Um, now I think the interesting part is really how you came to this, right? Um, first of all, just so um, there are people who know you, there are a lot of people who will listen to this podcast who don't know you. I met you probably about 10 years ago. Cause that's when I met my wife, Meredith. Mm-hmm. And, um, she said, uh, listen, I want you to meet my family, and then I want you to meet my extended family, and you, John Christoph, are part of the extended family, not blood-related, but in all other ways, family. And I said, how could you have extended family with, with this French guy? And she said, um, well, first of all, um, I had a lot of French friends in college, um, and, and one in particular um, I've been friends with ever since, and that's John Christoph." Um, so tell me a little bit about your background. You went to college in the United States. I have no idea why. Um, you've been friends with my wife for many, many years and a lot of other people here in the U.S. So tell me how you came to the U.S. Uh, well, I came to the U.S. because I was not a good match to the French institutions in college and I was not successful. And um I had that dream to go to the U.S. and I had the opportunity to go to the U.S. and I found a school in Paris who has agreements with university in the U.S. Um, and college uh, in order to do bachelor and maybe MBA. So I did apply to the school, get in. I was a little bit surprised I was able to get in, but I get in. <laughs> um, did the first two years in Paris, then did apply to um, University of Hartford Hartford in Connecticut. Uh, Hartford, Connecticut. Yep. Um, get accepted. Good surprise. <laughs> um, took three luggages, flew to New York, rent a car, and arrived in the house sharing with two Americans, one guy from Ivory Coast, another guy from France. Uh-huh. And we spent the first year um, enjoying Connecticut, uh, enjoying the snow. Right. Uh, have so much Plenty snow. of snow up there. Yes. Yes. That was a lot of snow. But also being able to understand what does it mean to go to college in the US versus doing college in Europe. Right. And, and especially the one I, I te- because I tested a little bit in, in France, but that was really bad. It's very, um, it's very different, the, the, the college experience in the US versus France. It, it was because, um, and that's going to be so French, um, I ended up doing my first year in college. And at the same time, we ended up doing a strike, student strike. Again, the new regulation of the college institution and everything. So the entire year were quickly off because 50% of the time, everybody was on strike. Mm-hmm. So nothing that did happen. And, and it was a format where you were sitting in a big theater theater where you were 600 students listening to, listening to a teacher. Right. And then you were going to a small classroom where you were like 30 or 50 where you are doing exercise. Mm-hmm. I didn't fit to that at all. And mm-hmm. not only I didn't fit to that, but I have that feeling I want to do something which was linked, linked to real business. And it's very interesting that the big class, the big, the big group setting yeah. wasn't for you because it wasn't for me either. And um, 
you and I do have one thing in common, which is that we have probably more than one thing in common. But um, one thing we have in common is um, we both like to interact with people. And we probably learn more through speaking with one another than by reading books. And at least I always found that that big classroom setting was very kind of isolating. A lot of people, but it's not one-on-one with the person teaching. Um, You need to kind of listen and then go back to your, you know, dorm room or your house and uh, study by yourself. And uh, it wasn't conducive to me either. Is that what you found? This is what I found. What was also very interesting is, I was and still a very shy person. I don't interact very often, and I, I'm not a very comfortable person going to cocktails or events in order to uh, to bump in a room where there's like 60 people and you say, okay, you need to talk to 60 people. I was like, why do I want to do that? <laughs> um, so everything was wrong for me in the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I need to, uh, I was uncomfortable about that maybe indirect competition and the fact that people were not nice, but not talking to each other friendly. I don't know, something was missing. When arriving in the US, I had up in an environment where I have the feeling, but this is where I belong. Mm-hmm. This is where I should have been my almost my entire life. Don't ask me why, I got no clue. But you but felt I, comfortable. You felt, felt you just felt naturally comfortable. And it exactly. had nothing to, and, and it's not because in the US we, we do more pot smoking than wine drinking. That wasn't the reason. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm French, so I'm doing drinking before I was you drink, flying yeah. to the US. So. <laughs> so so France or the US, you're still drinking wine, but but the, but it was the human interaction that made a big difference. The, the, exactly. The human interaction starting to be very different. Um friendly people you're able to talk about anything um uh, then i realized i mean you can talk to a lot of people but then you're gonna have real friends mm-hmm. and 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 i realized is when you move from talking to people to real friendship friendship in the us is something big i mean this is this is also my life for the past more than 30 years, I would say now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is linked to your wife. And, and the extension of your wife is the entire family of your wife. Because when I met her, I didn't know what would happen to me. Mm-hmm. I don't think she knew what will happen to, 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 to me and to us and our family. But we ended up having that amazing journey that today, yes, I'm, I have the feeling I'm a little bit part of the family. We're not blood related, but we have something which is sometimes even more important is destiny we were made to meet each other at one moment we did it and not only we did it but we're always there for each other whatever is the circumstance over there we never missed an event we never missed something uh, happiness something very sad always there well you know it's interesting i was speaking with someone just recently and we were speaking about um it was a general comment, so I don't want uh, anyone in my life to think it was exact about um, us. But what we were talking about is in a, in a time of crisis, which we're living in with COVID, mm-hmm. how um, it's sometimes surprising who's there for you and who's not there for you. And, you know, the disappointment, how sometimes your family is there for you. Sometimes your family is not there for you. Sometimes there are friends who surprise you and are there mm-hmm. for you, you know, as much or, or more so emotionally than family. And um, 
Sean Christophe, I mean, I don't know, since I met you 10 years ago, if I had to count on just kind of a few fingers, you know, who would be there no matter what, if there was an issue, you're one of them. And you're in France, and we don't get to see each other and have dinner all the time. Um, but you know what, if I had to pick up the phone and say, Jean Christophe, I've got an issue, or Jean Christophe, I need you to get here, or whatever, you know, you're one of those people. So you don't get to pick your family, but sometimes you do get to choose your family if you consider your family to go beyond just the blood relatives. And that's what you found, I think. It's it's making sense uh, what you're saying, but it's making sense to do it. Um, to do I it. Mean, you, you don't need to, you don't, you don't think about the costs. You don't, you think about the, the pleasure you're going to be providing to the other person. That's right. Of course, I'm happy to do it, but I know for the other person on the other side is going to be even much bigger. Um, yep. and, and, and it's the same for my wife and my girls. Um, the, the relationship they have with the Arudi family now is tremendously high. And I'm very high P, very emotional when I'm talking about that because it's something, it's something, I don't, I don't know, I don't even know how to explain that. Yeah, but it's it's really the true definition of friend. It's actually could be the true definition of family. As long as you yeah. choose those people that make you feel good inside and you know who appreciate you as well, then you found it. So you found it. So a French guy yep. comes to the US, Hartford, Connecticut of all places. And <laughs> um and and not only did you find a a good education um that suited your learning style. Mm-hmm. But you also found um, lifelong friends and, and extended family. So, Jean Christophe, you studied business at Hartford, correct? Yeah, I have a bachelor in uh, marketing, and then I have an MBA in international business, mm-hmm. which is making sense, and management. Mm-hmm. And you did not immediately become a self-employed entrepreneur creating um, mobile applications. You nope. went and worked in a corporate job, correct? Well, <laughs> I want to work with for for different corporate job and different company. Uh, the two company uh, provide me a lot of uh, experience, expertise, and opportunity. Mm-hmm. The first one is FedEx. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. and f- well, well known in the US, but when I started to work for FedEx in, in Europe, that was not as big as it is today. Interesting. To, because they were doing uh, overseas shipments. So nothing within France, nothing within Europe. You need to find the company shipping boxes overseas, either to the US, Asia, Middle East. So purely, so purely country to country not in country it, it, not in country shipments not within europe and not within france okay, okay. so which is cleaning a lot of a lot of companies uh, and especially in europe you know it's like if you are starting to work for a company and you're saying you cannot do any shipping within the us because it's not allowed well i remember when I, I i don't know a lot about that industry but i remember when i first started working if you wanted something delivered within the us it would be fedex or ups but if you wanted yep. something around the world you would call dhl because mm-hmm. dhl was the big international um sh- you know deliverer or shipper at the time yep. so you worked for fedex in france you were in france working for them I worked for FedEx in France for three years. Um, then I have the opportunity to join the training department mm-hmm. for FedEx EMEA. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first ch- shock 
of my career because when you move to that training department, that means you are a successful salesperson because there's very high requirement. You cannot come from the outside of FedEx in order to move to the department. It's only for international internal employee. Um, and I did that job for three years. So internal training. Internal training on sales and management okay. within EMEA. Okay, so so you were basically training other people on how. So okay, great. So you were at FedEx for how many years in total? Uh, seven years. Seven years. Yeah. So now that wasn't. So then you went to another corporate job, correct? I went to another uh, transportation company for two years as a sales and marketing director. Then mm -hmm. I started to do some consulting on my own. Mm -hmm. That was my first entrepreneur uh, experience. <coughs> then I get recruited by uh, Regis, right. known the as today as IWG. Yes, the uh, co-working company, the leader, yep. um, in order to create the uh, training department for EMEA. And I spent seven years with them. Well, first of all, it's interesting. Um, I would ima I would imagine um, Regis, like a lot of um, companies that that specialize in things like office space, are all like freaking out today because so many people aren't going to the office. <laughs> but um, Joe Christoph, you you um, here's what I I know about you, but I think would be interesting to hear. Um, like most of us, you worked in corporate jobs and mm -hmm. you probably said to yourself more than once, if I were in charge of this company or this department, I would do this. Or if I was starting my own company, I would do it differently than these guys are doing it. Because um, we all think that, right? Yeah. Um, all of us who work in corporate jobs and you were lucky enough to be able to actually apply it to your own company, um, Einoib. Um, yeah. But can you think back Jean-Christophe, to a, to a few of the things that you learned or experienced in corporate life that you kind of said to yourself, this is an important learning, or this is something that if I have an opportunity to apply it to my own company, I will always remember to do it. Were there a few moments like that for you? Well, you, you know, I spent, in, in the past 20 years, I spent 10 years in training. Mm -hmm. either at FedEx or at uh, IWG. Mm -hmm. And there was something which was coming on and on, which started to be a frustration at one moment. Um, it was the level of commitment of the participant during a session. The, the trainee. Lack, the trainee and the lack of follow-up from the management after the session. <laughs> I can relate to what you're saying. <laughs> and I was frustrated not for me but i was frustrated for them because and frustrated also for the company because the company was spending roughly was at least one week of training right. so they were traveling away from business for a week yep and the following week no follow-up no questionings no one-on-one -on -one catch up whatever we learn um what can we improve how can i do nothing mm -hmm. and i was like guys i mean training is like only getting a shot of something the the return on investment on the training is going to be on the quality of the follow-up right it's Agreed. really how you're going to be uh supported managed by your boss on how to implement what you've learned discovered mm -hmm. and have been initiated to do 
mm-hmm. and it became to, to be really um, a, a frustration. So when I started to to ask myself in 2015 what I want to do, getting closer to the 50s, um, and the market was saying you're way too old, you're way too expensive, <laughs> and I say okay, so that means I have knowledge, expertise. Well, it's scary um, already because you're younger than me. <laughs> so if you're way too old, I'm borderline ancient, but that's okay. <laughs> that's you're in the U.S. I'm in Europe, so that's okay. Fine. Yeah, two different uh, things completely. See, they see the old continents. That's why, of course. Um, <laughs> and and I said to myself, if I want to create something. I'm going to be focusing on something where, for me, there is a tremendous need. Mm-hmm. And for me, the need was how can I support people uh, and how can I empower people to think correctly in order to act correctly? Mm-hmm. And how can I, can I develop something which is going to be giving the opportunity to any human being to be able to absorb something, make it easy to use and be able to use it for their own benefit for their own with their own motivation i'm a big fan of people i'm a big fan of individuals mm-hmm. um, and and i've been lucky enough to travel a lot i've trained um in 80 different countries Oh my goodness! With different nationalities. Um, I mean, this is a podcast, so you cannot see the sweater I'm wearing. But I'm wearing a sweater from South Africa. Yep. Which is one of the biggest country I've been. I have so much joy in that country. Yep. And what I realize is, <laughs> when you're- it's funny you should say that. I'm going to call a time out. <laughs> so I just finished reading a book, which has made a big impact on me, and I'm going to do a podcast episode on the book. It's called The Book of Joy. And it's the book of joy is a, um, a it's a, it's a um, nonfiction book that um, chronicles a one week meeting between the Archbishop Desmond Tutu and the Dalai Lama. Mm-hmm. And and so you you talked about South Africa and joy, and I thought about about the Archbishop Tutu, and I thought about that book I read, and there is a lot of joy, and frankly, you know. I, I'm starting to have a theory that that being joyful inside is the secret to, to life. So um, the fact that you saw it firsthand in South Africa really says something to me. It It, it is because, you know, when you're doing training or, or when you're in front of a group of people you have never met mm-hmm. and you're going to be spending a week together, uh, you need to bring them something. So you need to be able to go after each individual in order to understand, do you know why you're here? Mm-hmm. How can I give you something? Mm-hmm. Each individually. So it's exhausting. But at the end of the week, each of them are saying thank you. But it's not the thank you because I've done a good job. It's a thank you because they open up, they try, and they realize, but I can do it. Yes, you can do it. And, and the entire purpose of INOB is about that. It's about giving the opportunity to each individual to do it for themselves and their own benefits. If it's for the company, good for the company. But it's going to work only for the company if there is a benefit for them as an individual. So we're going to, we're about to get into um, a little bit more detail about what iNoib is about. But let me just summarize something I just heard because it means a lot to me and, and it will tie into iNoib. So when you spoke about corporate training sessions that you experienced in your corporate mm-hmm. jobs, the two things you said were gaining commitment from the participant 
and follow up by management were things that could improve in order for people to get the most out of training. Yeah. Right. And then you spoke about um, how, when you put iNoib together, you thought about how can I help people think correctly in order to act correctly? So Mm -hmm. what I'm hearing is how can we take the things that were maybe a little bit lacking in corporate training and use iNoib to bake it into their air, their daily business lives. That sounds like that's what you've tried to accomplish here. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to do for, this is my So, so, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about iNoib, um, you know, um, a little bit about people, business people that you're targeting, mm-hmm. um, the issues that they're challenged with. Um, John Christophe, you, you actually, you know, did some uh, coaching and counseling for me a couple of years ago. So um, you're very insightful about the needs of business people. So tell me a little bit about iNoib and and the needs of business people that you're targeting and how, how iNoib benefits the, or impacts those needs. Well, the, the, the approach is in fact, very simple, like any other company proposing a technique or a structure, uh, we do have a technique and we do have a structure we use, but the goal is to have that structure disappear in order to implement the structure and the thinking process of the company we get in touch, we get interacting with. Mm-hmm. Okay. So every time when I'm interacting with a company, my main approach is to say, you have the knowledge, the expertise, the skills, and the technique, but you're not completely aware of that. Mm-hmm. because you haven't done that thinking process. What I help you to do is to ask you tons of questions. In fact, it's not a ton of questions, so I scare them a little bit. So say, you <laughs> see, it's going to be so difficult. But everything is very simple basics, and it's making sense. And the noib I do, which is need, origin, impact, benefits, like to any situation, there's an origin, there's a list of events before. And there is impact about how that situation is impacting me, my life, my business. And the benefit is what is going to happen if I fix it? Everybody understand that. There is nothing new. There is just the need for the people to say, okay, what do you need to know when you have a situation? And the people are going to be saying, well, I need to know that. Okay, how do you want to name that phase? They're going to give a name. I say, understand. Okay. What do you need to do after? And, And we had a restructuring noib with another wording but the wording is coming from my for my clients not coming from me anymore mm-hmm. so and at the moment everything is coming from the clients clients it's the wording of the client is the thinking process of the clients i'm gonna it don't exist it's linked to their experience expertise and skills it's easy to implement it's easy to follow and it's easy because it's making sense because it's linked to them. So you're allowing them to take the NOIB format or the NOIB structure, yep. but, cre- but create it in their own words, in their own, and with something that's meaningful to them. Absolutely. Okay. So this this is that's what I just, do for That companies. sounds like that's, but it sounds like that's kind of like the starting point, right? That's that's yep. kind of setting up their, their individualized framework. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny, in, 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 in my world, I often tell people that are approaching a problem, I'm like, 
I, I usually use the words issue, action, impact. What are the is, what are the issues that you're you're trying to solve? What actions are you going to take to solve them? And what's the benefit or impact that your actions are going to have? You following the almost the exact same thing. But, exactly you're, but you're allowing people to use their own words and their own terminology so they can relate to it. And not only am I allowing the people to use their own terminology, terminology, but I'm asking them, if they don't have one, I'm asking them to structure it. Mm-hmm. And I'm forbidding the people to say, I'm going to be noibing. No. No. I want you to use your own acronym. That makes perfect sense. Because your acronym is making sense. Because they can relate to their own acronym. Exactly. It's not something you're thrusting on them. Exactly. And this is one of the biggest difference between training or an inoib. Training is always making reference to something which give you on a platter and saying, here's the new way to do it. Forget about everything you were doing before. It's crap. Yep. This is the new way. This is the new way. This is how you need to work now. Like, okay, thank you very much. No. Noib is based on everything you've learned or everything is making sense. So you can be working for the same company for 40 years or you can be working for the company for two months, but you still have common sense. You still have a brain. Mm -hmm. So if it's making sense to you as a person and as a group, it's going to be making sense to the whole company. So let's so let's drill down further. You, you're working with people at at a company, and you allow them to at least articulate or explain this mm-hmm. kind of thinking process in yep. their own in their own words in their own terminology. Absolutely. Then there's got to be a, an application. Like, how do you apply the format? Right. Well, that that has been the tricky part. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because the, the tricky part is if you're saying every customer is going to be using their own node and creating yep. their own node, that means the application needs to be done, flexible, agile in a way to absorb that new structure and the new wording in order to make it relevant. Yep. And this is what we did. Mm-hmm. So iNOIB is in fact the third version of the application. Okay, so we're on version three of the app now. I know it's available here in the U.S. because I saw it on the Apple Store when I went to uh, when I went to download it. So it, it it exists here. If if you want to download, you can download, but you cannot use it. You need to have an access, and so you need to talk to me. I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> uh, but the 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 application is structured with open boxes where you and you can enter your wording, your questions, and your structure. Okay. So it's like, did you play Lego when you were a kid? Absolutely. Okay. See, Lego, you put the And then when I had little kids, I would step on the Legos and hurt my feet. Yes. Well, the Lego is is the same principle of the application. So Mm. the structure of the application is like a big Lego. Each piece of a Lego, you can put text in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we are going back to the NOIB, I'm going to be looking at four pieces, need, origin, impact, benefits. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be skipping the need. I'm going to be doing origin, impact, and benefits. For you, the three pieces are going to be the three words you give me before. Mm-hmm. With the application, in a few minutes, I'm able to enter and type in the system, and I'm able to generate either an entire journey with specific master on specific topic. So if I'm with the clients, okay, I'm with you. In, in, in the morning, I would be sitting with the people, uh, with a group of people in order to create a thinking process. 
In the afternoon, we're going to be creating masters on very specific topic. It can be on sales, it can be on management, it can be on operation, it can mm -hmm. be on finance, it can be on, on HR, whatever, recruitment. And then I'm going to put it almost live in the system, and then the people on their phone will have access at the end of the session. So and when they, they use, and they can use that, they can use it live going forward. Yeah, exactly. So let me let me. I don't want to. I want to try to break this down in an easy to understand way. And I I, I think I want to make sure. If I understand it, then any idiot can understand it. Um, I, I will not say idiot. <laughs> um, it sounds like so. Quick. Well, first of all, before I get into what I, what I'm hearing. Is this something that you get engaged by companies to do for their employees, or is it? Do you do it for small business owners? Do you do it for individual executives? Who do you use? Who who is your audience? Well, the the audience, my personal audience today is for companies, small medium company. Okay, I'm talking directly and interacting directly with the CEO. Most of the time, it's a family company mm -hmm. where it's the 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 thinking process is making sense to the CEO. Mm -hmm. but it's challenging the way to make it relevant to the management, middle management and everybody. Now, so, now if I was in your shoes, I would be targeting small and medium sized companies as well, because they're, yes. uh, they, they have a need and they, they can pay you. Um, but in theory, could this be applied to a senior executive who just needs to improve on whatever? It can be. And in fact, I do have a partner in the U S uh, which is somebody I work at my time at, at WG based in Dallas, and he's doing coaching and training. Mm -hmm. And he's using iNoi for his coaching of executive, mm -hmm. where he has an entire journey where everything is structured with different masters. And interaction with the trainee he has, everything is done with the application because with the application, you can share, you can collaborate. So um, the coach can collaborate with the coachee. Exactly. Okay, so... So let me put this into simple words. So you, if you if you look at need, origin, impact, benefits, or yeah. the, the terms I used, issue, action, impact, you can apply that to anything. You even said whether it's sales or management or what have you. Mm -hmm. And 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 it sounds like what you're doing, which I really like a, a lot, is anytime you're interacting with other people, which in the business world, you pretty much are interacting with other people all the time. Yeah. The, the, the best way to relate to the person on the other end of the table or the other end of the zoom, yeah. um, the best way to relate to them is to understand the issue or the origin or the need from their perspective. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And it sounds like what would then, then once you, once you are on common ground, once you are once you are in their shoes truly, then you can talk about how we can work together or how I can help you achieve what you want to achieve. I can help you fulfill your need. I can help you solve your problem. Um, and is that is that and then so I feel like that's kind of way where you're going here. If I truly understand the need and the origin then I can really get into the impact and the benefits that I can bring to you. Is that right? 
This is absolutely right. I mean, if you're looking at, at the way you, you're, you're coaching the people at Price in mm -hmm. your activities yep. and what you've been doing in the past few years, um, let's say if you are using iNoib, you can create a situation, you send the master to five people, which are going to be going through the thinking process at the same time, but individually. Mm -hmm. Each of them will be completing the master. You will be receiving the form on your phone or on your pad, on your laptop, whatever. And then you're going to be looking at the answers of each individual, mm -hmm. but making the comments of the same situations. Right. And then but, when but, you're but gonna, coming from each individual's perspective. Exactly. And then when you're going to be meeting those five guys in the room, you have already their feedback, individual feedback. So you're yeah. going to be able to jump directly to the real content of the meeting. Yeah. Because you have already... Um, challenge each individual. You have, in fact, empower each individual to participate to that meeting previously. I in a few meetings, completing your thinking process, which is making sense. And, and we talk about that very often together when you are saying coaching, it's a question of repetition and coaching, it's a, it's a question of um, using a structure ongoing on, 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 as an ongoing principle. Um, and, and the more you use it, the more you make it efficient. Mm -hmm. That's it. The only the only difference is there's an app with iNoib. We have something now, and I say we because I'm not the only one um, on that project. We are two people now, but we have something which is so open so we can absorb any thinking process. Um, there is a book available on Amazon on the recruitment, which is aligned to a journey on recruitment. Mm -hmm. So you read the book, 10 chapters on recruitment, one chapter, one master. So at the same time, you read the theory, you have the practice. Mm -hmm. And this, this is, is actually, so then Junker stuff, this is actually solving the corporate training challenge you described at the beginning, right? It is. Because you're getting you're getting the participants commitment, because commitment was something you were you were concerned about. You're getting their commitment before they come. Because they're interacting with the app before they get together, and you're you're solving the issue of management follow up, because because this app I guess it becomes the, the the work within the app to solve a problem becomes kind of a living tool. So it's pre meeting, during meeting, post meeting, and you've solved the commitment and follow up issues you you experienced in the corporate world. You got it. The app is currently used also for induction in by, by some of my clients, mm -hmm. uh, which is increasing the capacity to, um, to, to validate the knowledge and the confidence of the new hire, the interaction and the support from the manager. And by asking the same questions, you are able to understand, okay, are they talking in the same language? Mm -hmm. Do they have the same perceptions? And think they have to go through the same thinking process, but without knowing what the other is going to be looking at and putting, everybody's very open. And, and it's, it's, a, it's a cornerstone. We are creating a cornerstone for companies. And, and at the end of the day, the goal is to say to companies, it's good to still add new reference in terms of management. But it's even better if you are able to provide a tool which is helping all of your employees to absorb anything new you want to in, you, you want to introduce to your company. You are making reference to that book of joy, 
yeah. which is a, a book I have on my shelf. I read it and I love it. And from time to time, I'm still reading it yep. uh, because I found it very relaxing. Yes, me too. But it's a process. Mm-hmm. You can take that book, put it in inoid. Mm-hmm. And 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 there is there is almost no limit in the how you can use something when you're interested in in order to make it relevant in the application in order to create something which is a reference just for the people to think. Okay, so he, what you've just spoken about are things that a lot of people are going to be interested in, whether they're small businesses or entrepreneurs, and it's becoming a bigger issue. Um, as we live in COVID world, mm-hmm. because keeping your team or your your coworkers or your your colleagues on the same page um, when we're all working, or so many so many people are working remotely, yeah, uh, working from home. People are people are concerned. Um, executives are concerned about companies losing their corporate culture because people are all working remotely and they're not seeing each other in the office as much. Um, Teams are becoming, you know, teams are all, you know, and, you know, companies are hiring people from many different places. So like, well, we don't need to be in the office, but now you've got, how do you keep everyone on the same page? This, this iNoib application is a great tool for that. So there are going to be a lot of people who are listening to this, who are like, I'm very interested. I'd like to learn more. This could be the tool that doesn't just help my people solve problems more effectively but it could help keep people on the same page, on the same wavelength when working from very different locations. So where would they start, John Christoph? How would they get in? How would they get started with iNoib? How, how does that, how did, what's the first step? Well, the first step is very simple. You can go to the website, which is iNoib.com, mm-hmm. where there's a form and you can send, complete the form, and uh, the form is going to be received by me and the other um, the other associates who are in the company, and somebody's going to call you back wherever you are in the world, and we're going to be doing a catch-up and say, okay, what exactly are you facing? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to reach? Mm-hmm. Okay, And how do you see iNoib supporting your business and your activity? Mm-hmm. If there's a benefit, uh, then we're going to be more than happy to do so, but we're going to be asking questions. Okay. About how can we help you? Um, and uh, if you're based in the US, um, Jesse Mendez is the right person to talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're based in Europe, uh, if you are linked to uh, HR um, and, and those topics, yeah, Paul is going to be talking to you. I will be talking to some other people. Uh, we have a variety of different languages available, and we're currently working with some partners in Middle East. Um, also, um, all of those people are using Noid for many years already. Okay, so um, and that so initial knowledge, that initial conversation, that that needing to understand whether uh, iNoib is a good match for the corporate issue that people are trying to solve. That initial mm-hmm. conversation, you're not going to bill them for. That's a free consultation to determine whether or not there's a benefit for them. Well, you know, iNoib is not perfect. Let's right. be honest. Okay, mm-hmm. iNoib needs to get the commitment from the people who want to use it. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, the challenge is we need to validate, is, is it something you want to have and use, mm-hmm. or is it something you want to, ha- to have because it's a nice to have? Mm-hmm. If it's a nice to have, it's a waste no. of time for you, it's a waste mm-hmm. of time for us. No need to. 
So that initial conversation is really determining the level of, of match and commitment. Um, a commitment, exactly. Mm-hmm. Are you interested? What are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, then we are open to any conversation uh, in any countries, in any language. The application can be in French, in English, in Spanish. Keep in mind, it's Lego boxes where we put the text. So if you want to put the text in English, put the text in English. If you want to put it in French, put it in French. If you want to put it in uh, German, Spanish, Chinese, whatever. Put the language you want, which is making sense to you guys. INOB is empowering individual. Mm-hmm. So, so Jean-Christophe, there are three things I learned Three things I learned on this conversation. <laughs> um, the first is that iNoib is a very cool and flexible tool that can help people collaborate um, in a consistent way on, on a lot of business problems. That's the first thing I learned. Mm-hmm. The second thing I learned is that it's pretty cool to see someone like you, and and anyone could do this. Anyone working in a corporate job, big or small company. Um, is going to see things that they're like, if I were in charge, I would do it differently. Or if, 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 if I had my own company, this is something I would do. You're the epitome of that. And anyone could do it because let, let's face it, um, there's going to come a point in everyone's life where they can apply corporate learnings to their individual either businesses or lives. Yeah. So, that, so keep your eyes open. Even if you're sitting there frustrated saying, my company isn't doing it the way I would do it, you can learn something and apply it like you did. That's the second learning. Absolutely. The third, the third thing that I learned is that really the things we discussed in today's conversation are things that you can, you can apply it now, right? If you, if you understand the need or the origin of the problem that you're faced with or that you're, the person you're working with is faced with, and you truly understand it and you truly think about it, then you can uh, act, you can problem solve, you can come up with a game plan that is far more effective because that, that action or that game plan is directly relating to the need or the origin or the issue that the person you're working with or for is trying to solve. So that's the third learning. And um, John Christophe, this has been you and I've been friends a long time. I've been hearing about this snoib thing for years. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like sitting there all the time saying, like, I kind of understand it. Um, but now I really understand it. I think this is fantastic. I really appreciate this conversation. Thank you very much, Mitch, to give me the opportunity to be able to share a little bit my story. And thank you for the time and being on your podcast. It's a great honor for me to be there. And and Jean-Christophe, can we both uh, make a, a mutual wish for, for 2021 that we actually can see each other in person again instead of these silly Zooms? Oh, yes. We need to have that family time together. Exactly. All yes. right, Jean-Christophe, thank you so much. Have a good day, my friend. Cheers. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. That was a very interesting conversation because we, as I said at the very beginning of this podcast, we spoke about understanding the person at the other side of your communication or the other side of your relationship and understanding their needs and addressing those needs 
you know, and deriving benefits for hopefully for them and for you as a business issue that, that Jean Christophe's app, iNoib, helps organize and address. But frankly, it's something that we can apply to life. And if we apply it to life, we'll all be a lot happier. Um, the other thing I liked is, um, Jean, you know, Jean, a lot of, Jean Christophe applied his corporate learnings to create his personal company, which, you know, I think all of us who work in corporate America sit there many days and say, if I were in charge or if this were my company, I'd do it differently. Jean Christophe talked about just what he learned, especially around management, around training and how to get the buy-in from the trainees and get the follow-up from management and how he felt that training programs in corporate America did not work well. And iNoib helps to address that. Um, he also shared a little bit about his background with our family and how you know, that special relationship started and how it continues today. So the last thing that, that I, I just want to share with you is he made a comment, and I think it might even be on his um, website, iNoib.com. But he said, you know, you need to think to act. If you think before you act, you'll act properly. So what I did is I, I wrote down on a post-it note and slapped it to my wall here at my Meet Mediocrity studio, the words, think to act. I like that. So anyway, last parting thoughts are A, there is a Meet Mediocrity YouTube channel and video. Um, I called it a vlog, and my son told me it's not a vlog. It's just videos. I'll call it what I want to call it. The Meet Mediocrity vlog will be coming out um, in just a few weeks. More to come on that. Um, and I would please, you know, ask you, as our, as our followership continues to grow, I would ask you to continue to share the Meet Mediocrity Instagram page, Facebook page, and our website with your friends so they can join our community. So as I close, let me do my, my usual and say, please stay safe and healthy. Hopefully you're all getting that vaccine soon. I'm still waiting for mine, but soon enough. Um, stay positive, keep smiling, and be well. Take care, everyone.